0: Hey, hey, party people, welcome to the next episode of my podcast. So, trying to get this started and, you know, staying on topic, shall we say, about holistic health and what the fuck that actually means. um, I realized that it means a lot of different things for different people. And I used to think that was like, you know, fine and normal and whatever. And increasingly, I've been seeing how, uh, Part of it is that it means different things for different people, and a large part of it is also that the term holistic health concept is being co-opted by various, you know, capitalist interests that want to sway us one direction or another to buy their shit, which, you know, I'm totally down with buying shit if it's actually like good shit, but I really, really resent that every time you try to get actual information, out of anything, um, you know, the internet, uh, we say we do research on the internet, because, but like Google is not a research tool, right? Like it's actually a, um, a self-confirming uh, bias tool. Like it's not serving up facts as much as it's serving up what it thinks we want to see. So that said, what is the real deal about holistic health, what it means, what it's all about? Um, so I came across a quote today by Terence McKenna and, um, I really like it. And, um, so I'm just going to read the quote. It's like, stay the fuck away from that tabloid bullshit, reality TV, the news channels feeding you fear and hatred, lulling your unique human consciousness into a materialistic slumber, only useful for selfish gain and the aggrandization of the ego, which is ultimately an illusion and which will never be satisfied no matter what you buy. This gratification is and will always be transient. So don't buy shit you don't need. Don't hate people you don't know. And more, more most importantly, don't spend your precious time on earth consuming garbage styled as entertainment. So to me, I think that's really powerful and it really makes sense in terms of the kind of bullshit we're being fed because it seems like everybody out there is like, "Oh, I'm a health influencer. I'm a guru. I know what I'm talking about." And I'll be the first to tell you, my life and my experience is a grand experiment. Granted, I've been at it for like, you know, 25 plus years, but um, it is very much an experiment. I am still learning and I'm still uh, figuring out what holistic health looks like in my day-to-day life. And then, you know, of course that can differ for you or for even, you know, other people in my family. For instance, right now my 11 year old is trying out vegetarianism. Now I have been, um, let's see, I have a lot to say on diet stuff. Uh, I went vegetarian for the first time when I was 14 and I I was vegetarian for about 17 years of my life um, vegan for like two and a half of those. And then I went back to eating meat for several years, like seven years, actually. Um, so I've been kind of all over the place. We've done all the diets, we've done paleo, we've done everything, but keto, because I think keto's crap, but whatever. Um, we have been, um, we've explored gluten-free living because, uh, for a long time, we thought my husband had celiac and, um, vegetarianism at first was very much like an ethical, moral thing for me. And learning about permaculture has really, you know, turned everything kind of on its ear because, um, you know, what the vegans don't acknowledge is that, you know, beekeeping is actually very important for the ecosystems of the planet. And so it's not like it's violent to eat honey necessarily. Um, There's so much more nuance that is needed um, in terms of understanding the full impact of our diet. And so if we really want to be like conscious consumers about what we are, you know, literally consuming, not just buying, but like consuming, putting into our our vessel, our, our one beautiful body that we have in this lifetime, we really need to be willing and able to look at the nuanced view of all of those things. Now, what the hell does this have to do with holistic health? Um, In my opinion, everything, because everything is connected. Uh, My youngest actually has an Oracle deck that is called the Arboridium and the, like the tagline of that Oracle deck is everything is connected. And I think it is a beautiful, brilliant worldview because everything really is connected. The way that we look at the planet, the planet's health impacts the way that we look at our own health, the way that we look at the health of our society, the health of our mind, the health of like our heart and our emotions. All of that comes back to our physical body and what we are willing to, you know, engage in the choices that we make. So holistic health is a really multifaceted thing Um, and it's funny because my, my mother, my late mama, um, she passed on about 10 years ago and she was like old school. She was an old school health guru back in the day. She was really, really interested in, um, in health and just, you know, also mindfulness. And I mean, she was meditating in the 60s. And she was, uh, she was a vegetarian from the age of 10. So around 1950, she went vegetarian, and stayed that way for most of her life. And uh, so I mean, can you imagine being a vegetarian in 1950, there was no like Boca burgers, or, you know, vegan starburst for you to go get like she was very much a pioneer. And, you know, having to look critically at what she was willing to do to make her to make her diet and her health habits kind of, you know, uh, fit with her with her lifestyle and what she was capable of at the time. And my mom, uh, she was very much an ethical vegetarian. And she she believed that it was best for her health. However, there were pieces missing. Like my sweet mama, she had blind spots. I mean, we all do. Right. But she had some pretty significant blind spots in terms of her health because she ate such a carefully crafted diet. Um, she had the best pure water. Like I grew up drinking distilled water. And, uh, I really think that that's, I, I have since returned to mainly drinking distilled water because I feel like that was on point. And yeah, she, um, But she had some major gaps in her consciousness in terms of um sleep in terms of physical movement like you know body exercise uh she had a lot of fear around the sun uh specifically she had like you know some emotional trauma around uh her skin you know being darker and so she didn't want to like go out in the sun and get a get a tan and get a burn because it would make her skin darker she had a bunch of like stuff around that and so My sweet mama never went out in nature and she never like grounded with the earth and she never, you know, went on hikes and smelled flowers. She didn't want plants in her house because she was afraid of like, you know, bugs and dirt and germs and things to the point that she, she wouldn't let me pick the fresh blackberries that grew in the back of our property when I was a little kid because she was like, well, they didn't come from the grocery store. They're not like, they're not really safe to eat. They're not, you know, they're dirty. They're, they're they might have bugs in them. And you know, when I, even when I was little I thought, well, you know, I didn't know cuz you don't know what you don't know. When you're a child, you your your parents are are the divine and you listen to everything they have to say without question. But then when I got a little bigger, I realized, wait a minute, like eating out of eating out of nature is magic. There is significant health benefits to eating something that was grown in the soil and the sunshine and not just any soil or any sunshine, but the soil of your backyard, the same sunshine that falls on your skin, like there are aspects of holistic health in the growing of our own food and even the harvesting and the, like the wild crafting of, you know, uh, foraging of our, of our own foods. And it's not, I'm not saying like never go to the grocery store again and live on weeds, but If you're willing to go out and like pick some dandelion greens for your salad or if you go harvest some dewberries and like put them in the freezer that's that's something that you have a deeper connection to your food and also you know there's a there's an energetic exchange between what you're eating and the land and and the rain and the all the creatures that made that possible the pollinators that were involved like you're having a a deep impactful connection to your experience. And so when you're eating that, that food, that, you know, embodiment of, of sunshine and beautiful energy, like that is a level of health that you're not going to get at the grocery store. Um, At least not, you know, not without putting some deep intentions into that. So to me, holistic health encompasses way, way, way more than just, oh, I went to the gym and I, you know, I ate a careful diet and counted my calories and whatever. Like that. that's, that's like some, that's some basic shit. That's like 80s and 90s consciousness. Like we're, we're in the new, we're in the new uh, paradigm here and we have to look at the interconnectedness of everything. So, you know, food, water, sleep, stress, toxins in our environment, because yes, we live in a way more toxic world than, um, you know our 80 year old parents and grandparents whatever um lived in or grew up in we have a lot more stuff to contend with in our environment including like emotional stress relationships manipulation that is happening not only like interpersonally but like on a global scale there is so much more shit than our parents and grandparents and great grandparents ever had to contend with and so holistic health really has to encompass all of these things. It's a multifaceted way of looking at life. And so to me, holistic health really has there, there's so it, it's a worldview. It's a worldview and a paradigm shift that we need to be willing to embrace. Um one so so permaculture is a big part of this for me. If you don't know what permaculture is, think about like permanent and agriculture uh kind of combined. If you've ever heard of food forests, where people are able to, you know, kind of plant and grow a self containing ecosystem that kind of takes over. And um, it, that is uh, a way of being in community with nature and with the land that allows the land to like self heal. So um, I remember being blown away when I was first learning about permaculture and I realized that there is research that points to the very likely fact that the amazon rainforest is man-made what like that's so mind-blowing to me so apparently the research that they have done shows that because you know when they first came out to the rainforest and they thought wow this is some this land this soil has got to be great for you know look how look at all these things that's growing uh it can easily sustain any crop we put on it, right? So let's just like clear cut it all and burn it down and plant corn or whatever. And the um the feed crops, the animal feed crops that they are trying to plant in the rainforest would fail again and again and they're like, "Oh, what are we doing wrong? What's the like what's the difference?" Um and so they started looking into the soil science of the Amazon rainforest and realized that there were elements to the soil depth and composition that had to do with, it okay, pointed to conscious man-made interference from maybe hundreds of years ago. And so all of evidence points to that the rainforest itself was a manufactured, created ecosystem. So in other words, humans, early humans, uh, knew way more than we give them credit for, obviously. Um, indigenous knowledge is a, a beautiful and much, uh miss underestimated misappropriated thing but so if we can get back to that level of co-creating with the planet that we live on with the land beneath our feet we are able to integrate so much of our health and our well-being along with what we do every day as part of our life as part of our daily lifestyle so there's another. There's a book that is really, really cool. Um, what is her name? Katie Bowman is the author, and there is a book called "Nutritious Movement," and she talks about um, she. So she's like a fitness coach, and she's also uh, like a permaculture student. She's a, uh, she studies permaculture in action, and permaculture isn't just about growing things. Permaculture is a way of looking at patterns and relationships between and among all different aspects of our life. So there could be like social permaculture, there could be people-based permaculture. Um, Permaculture has to do with observing the relationships that currently exist and then working out how we can use them to our advantage. And so her entire concept of nutritious movement is that she likens things like you know us going to the gym or doing specific exercises you know move our body five minutes a day that kind of stuff it's like we're taking a vitamin it's like we're popping a pill of movement for the day and saying okay i did my movement now i can sit on my ass the rest of the day which i mean if we did that with food like you know soil and green and all that cool no not really like food is so much more than just okay i pop my vitamins i'm good now And um, that's kind of the way we approach moving our bodies as well. We think of it as what kind of, you know, what kind of pill can I pop? What's the one, the, the, the silver bullet, the one hit wonder that we can do for our body in terms of like, okay, I moved. I did like 10 reps of this exercise and 50 squats and I'm good. It doesn't work that way because if you look at the way that our bodies are designed, our biological signature shows that we are meant to move as just part of the course of our day so instead of you know artificially lifting a weight 10 times or 50 times or 100 times we are creating you know a specific artificial environment during which we're going to particularly be strong if we have to lift that same weight in the same way a bunch of times But then put us out on like a cliff face to try to climb, you know, climb rocks or like put us in some kind of like, you know, brush clearing scenario in a rainforest somewhere. We're going to be significantly challenged because we weren't training in a holistic, interconnected way. We were just doing, you know, popping that vitamin pill of these particular movements and saying, "Okay, I'm done. Got it. So. All of this is um, looking at how we can integrate more, more natural, more conscious ways of um, living a healthy lifestyle. So, whatever that looks like, um, it's got it has to be like whole. It has to be nourishing, not just you know popping the pill. So, whole foods, not just you know vitamins or supplements. Uh, a lifestyle that encourages movement, not just, okay, I did my 30 minutes of cardio and now I'm good. Um, And it's the same across the board. How can we integrate our lifestyle to, to fit us? So in other words, if you work a stressful job and you hate your job and you hate the people in it and they're so stressful and you notice like your blood pressure spikes every time you have conversations with this one person at your work. And then you're like, well, this is fine. Everything's fine. I'm thinking of the meme with a little dog and like the fire burning around him. This is fine. We're good. I'm just going to meditate. I'm going to like download an app and yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meditate five minutes a day and that's going to like totally, it, it'll be fine. And we think that that little vitamin, that little pill that we're popping of like the meditation habit that we're building is going to fix the rest of the hours of our life during which we're enduring a extreme level of stressful obnoxious, artificial bullshit? Not really, right? Like, it will help. It might take the edge off, but it's still a fucking knife coming for the rest of your life. And if you don't look at it from an integrated perspective and um, look for ways to consciously disconnect from those parts of your life that are causing you harm. And let's be real, like, stressful relationships are absolutely harmful. Um, it's not necessarily something we can like file an insurance claim about. Right. But uh, if we try to pretend that away as like, oh, it's not that big a deal. It's fine. Like something in our lives is going to give um, maybe like six months ago. I was kind of doing the same thing again see I told you it's a process like I'm learning as much as I have all these strong opinions I'm learning right along with it so like last year I was doing a lot of work that I thought was pretty good work but like it was um it was postpartum doula work and I was working in people's homes with their babies and it was like it was really quite lovely in so many ways um to hang out with with adorable babies and have really like nourishing heart-to-heart kind of conversations with mamas, and especially mamas who were, like, very, very lonely, because having a baby in the middle of this, like, insanity that has been the last 18 months, like, that's gnarly, man. Like, I would not, like, I could not imagine the loneliness and the isolation and the fear that these new moms were going through. So, really delightful work in a lot of ways. However, uh, sometimes, as a projector in human design, I tend to, like, want to connect really deeply with other people and, uh, I can lose myself along the way sometimes. And so I think that was kind of what was going on as I was like, you know, saying yes to too many things and very much caught up in like, you know, being what other people needed. And I wasn't really being honest with myself about the levels of stress that I was under. So my body, uh, decided to give me this lovely gift one day and I dislocated my knee, (laughs) my, um, the lower half of my leg decided to go completely like off to the side and it was terrible and it was swollen. And I was like, I'm impressed with myself that I did not cry. I probably shouldn't have driven myself home, whatever. Um, it is what it is. Uh, it took a long time for me to heal. It's actually, uh, it's, it's been a process. I was on crutches for a long time and my body gave me a very powerful, very clear and direct message of, hey, Crystal, you're doing way too much. And if you're not going to listen to these subtle messages of knock it off and get everything back into alignment, bitch. Um, So I ended up with an an injury that forced me very abruptly to be like, oh, well, shit, I have to cancel everything. I can't do this and I can't do that. It happened just before Halloween. I couldn't bring my kids out trick-or-treating. It was was really gnarly. And, And from a 3D perspective, I totally could have been very, very fucking pissed that this happened to me and, you know, angry about all these plans that I could have, you know, that I had to cancel and, uh, but no, I very much was aware that, oh, okay, I guess I ignored the small, subtle messages from, from my, my body, from my intuition, from my heart, from my dreams, whatever, you know, way, multiple ways that we get information about our, our world. Um. So I ignored all the small signs and so my body was like well time for a big one and it it was a really beautiful gift and i really appreciate it um you know and i like to joke about man you couldn't have been a little more gentle with me while i wasn't listening and we all do that you know and so a lot of times um we are given what we need even when it's like what the fuck, universe this is not the way that i wanted this to happen i mean i think a lot of us kind of had that view um, in in the early part of 2020 when, uh, you know, because we're big on like, you know, vision boards and, um, you know, manifesting and we do these like uh, workbook meetup things and we we get together and we talk about our goals and we write down things. And a lot of us were writing down things like spend more time with the family and, you know, find different ways to, to work that are more like holistic and integrated. And then like the shit show that is 2020 um, and, you know the ongoing bullshittery that we are still experiencing all that kind of swooped in and we were all kind of like wow did we like what the heck (laughs) we got what we asked for but like this is not what we had in mind people (laughs) like thanks a lot universe um but no really and uh, a lot of it is you know learning to kind of find the silver linings right so all of this has been a very roundabout, rambly way of talking about how holistic health really is. Um, it, it must encompass multiple things. We cannot just look at our lives as like a series of like vitamins that we're popping or like check boxes that we're checking and going like, okay, we're healthy because it doesn't work that way. Truly healthy individuals, true health, especially uh, true health, is a a community. That we are participating in, because like if you're, if you're the only person in your family in your household, for instance, who is like, I'm gonna eat healthy, and then you open the fridge and like it's stocked with a bunch of shit that you don't want to eat, that you you know are probably still very much craving, and your families are just like, oh whatever, uh, yeah, we really wanted some, you know, some of your favorite flavor of potato chips, and so they're up on the f- top of the fridge, and you're, you know, it's it's really difficult because. How much easier would it be for you to to change your diet and to change your lifestyle and to choose healthy habits with ease, with effortless, with joy um, if you have your family and your loved ones and like your support system on board with you? Because again, conscious relationships is really part of a holistic lifestyle. So you got to look like they, they have that thing of the five people you hang out with most. And I'm like, well, I don't really hang out with a lot of people, but I do listen to podcasts. So like my podcast people, they're my five people. And then of course my family, which thank fucking God are awesome people. All of them, even my kids, fantastic people. So yeah. Um, (laughs) on that note, I am going to end this podcast and I think the next one I'm going to talk about my ridiculous roundabout complicated journey with food because um, there's some funny there's some funny stuff around around all that as well. Um, the short of it that you need to know is that uh, I have been vegetarian, not vegetarian, tried to go paleo, we've been gluten free for like over 10 years now and uh, that seems to be a significant allergy. For other people in my house um and the vegetarianism has just been such a wild ongoing roller coaster ride of emotional attachment so fun stuff that's what we'll talk about next time thank you thank you for joining me Mwah.